Missed any of our weekend's ONM Live coverage? Search ONM Live wherever you get your podcast from and never miss a second of the action. Monty has got our player of the day and it is Willie Wheeler. Over to you, Mont. Yeah, boys, got Willie Wheeler with me, mate. Great win in the end. They come at you really hard, start that last quarter, but your boys were able to fight, kick the last two goals to, to get that win and, yeah, got to feel really good about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we sort of got, uh, two weeks ago, we sort of had a good uh, look at ourselves after Rovers and we knew three-quarter time they're going to come and straight away they were back in the game. We thought, yeah, does it happen again? But folks like, you know, Logan Morey and Ryan Ironsborn and Ty Lovell, our depth of the players um, really stood up there with one-on-one efforts and good defensive pressure. Absolutely. Yeah, your back six, mate, they stood up really strong, especially as that game wore on. Obviously, Conlon got a bit of a, a roll on early, but you were able to switch some things around, and Lee Marshall was able to stand up with him in the second half. But the whole back six of the group were fantastic for you today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Conlon, he's, he's, he's a gun player, especially on the lead. So um, to be able to throw Roy onto him, and, and he's such a good player, Roy. So um, it worked out really well. But, yeah, their transition from half-back really allows him to get going. So their back six were yeah, unreal. Yeah, absolutely. And the way, as you said, the quick through the middle of the ground, aren't they? They move the footy really well, but your mids worked all day, and especially at the contest, you're able to get them on the outside a few times and burn them going the other way yourself. Yeah, it's a funny. Uh, Muller's obviously such a dominant ruckman, like he's a star, and um, how he battled on really well. And you just do what we can do in there, and you fight and scrap, and sometimes it works out that they've got the dominant ruckman, that they want to get going forward, and if we can win it, we get good looks going out the other way. Absolutely, mate. Well, go and enjoy it. Well done on the win. Very good. Thank you. Willie Wheeler, our Anytime Fitness Player of the Day. Uh, guys, I think Monty's down outside the club rooms. And who you got for us, Monty? Yeah, Mont? boys, got the victorious coach, Stevie J. Stevie, obviously, a really good win. And probably the way they started that last quarter, Aubrey was reminiscent of what Rovers were able to do a couple of weeks ago. But your boys were able to stand up, so you've got to be really proud of that effort. Yeah, I'm really proud of the effort. I thought for three and a half quarters today, that's probably the best football we've played, um, clearly against a very good opposition. So um, it would have been a good spectacle from a, um, from a fan's point of view that come to the ground today because it, uh, the game shifted in momentum at times. They had a 10-minute period uh, in that second quarter where they um, dominated play and got a good healthy lead. And then in the th- third quarter, we come back at them and then... Um, yeah, for them to start the way they did in the last quarter, our players could have prob- probably gone a bit negative, but they uh, they were able to win the arm wrestle and there were some unbelievable individual efforts in that last quarter to help us uh, uh, get a score on the board and win the game. Yeah, and we spoke about a pre-game in, uh, on the O&M Live that the midfield battle was probably where it's won a loss and I thought they probably had a bit more flow, but your guys just battled all day and were like raging bulls, especially in that last quarter. And Willie Wheeler, Cam Wilson, those sort of guys really helped you guys get the result. Yeah, they're just uh, our, our midfield group are the ultimate group of competitors, and um, yeah, we weren't necessarily winning the hitouts like Muller's uh, the best ruckman in the competition. But I thought uh, Howie today at least competed uh, a lot better than what he did in round one. I thought um, he lowered his colours to Muller round one, so the challenge was on him today to to try and half as many contests, and then for our mids to go to work. And it was never going to be um, on a platter for them, but um, because they are, they do have that competitive mindset, they just get it done. And you had a couple of magnet moves today at the start of the day. Obviously, Ned Pendergast going back. Conlon, was that just trying a bit of a learning experience for the young fella or just something that might happen as we go into the season? Uh, well, I did play him there last week. You guys mustn't have called the game, but um, he played really well there last week. Um, and then again this week, I just, you know, I, I love that competitor. I think we're a little bit undersized at times in our back line. I thought um, 
Yeah, he's got the athleticism, but um, Conlon was you know, a very good player today. He kicked goals. I thought at times uh, there was probably a couple of uh, two or three of those goals in the in the first half that he kicked that um, there wouldn't have been any defender in the comp that uh, would have stopped them. But um, as he you know continued to build his confidence, I thought uh, it was probably time to put Masters onto him, who um, was able to you know play that role in the last quarter. And we'll just show upstairs for a couple of questions from the boys, mate. Stevie, Gus here, mate. Congratulations on the win. Are you taking full credit for the move of Bailey Fraunfeld at a half-back? Because I think he's starting to give Sam Murray a run for his money as the most destructive half-backer in the comp. Uh, yeah, I think I will. Because, uh, <laughs> Good on you, mate. Because when I got here, they said, uh, this bloke's uh, one of the better half-forwards in the competition. He can hit the scoreboard. But um, I'd have seen him as a player that can run. He can break the lines. He can still kick goals from half-back. And... Um, yeah, he's having a very good season. I thought he was one of our best players today. And talk us through the role that Nick Fothergill plays for your, your club. He's coming third now in the league goal kicking, uh, taking his total up to 23 <laughs> for the season. We spoke about him during the week on our podcast channel that he might just be the forgotten midfielder of the Pigeons and he just seems to pop up whenever you guys need him most. Yeah, no, he's a, a terrific player. He covers the ground. He's got elite endurance. And um, as you said, when he when he gets the ball in his hands inside 50, he rarely misses. So um, we sort of, uh, at times, we play him up around the stoppages. If we think that um, we're not getting uh, any dominance through the midfield, we play him as the extra number around there and then tell him to get get hard forward and try and hit the scoreboard. But today, I backed in our midfield to, uh, to win that battle and tried to play six forwards ahead and... Um, you know, I, I at times thought that he could have isolated his opponent um, given how dangerous he looked today but um, yeah, I think uh, yeah, right across the board it was a very even performance from the group Hey Stevie J, Robbie here mate I, I just thought today a thing that would really please you guys would have been some of the lesser lights, I thought they really come in their own today, what Ryan Bruce best game I've seen him play for the year and, and guys like Nick Irvine just starting to get the feel of it again Tyler Lovell, Kyle Tyson they just did terrific jobs for you yeah, yeah, spot on. I reckon, um, yeah, we talk about the bigger name players that we have, but um, as I said, it was an even contribution and some of those guys that probably don't get the recognition they deserve just, you know, half their battles or even, you know, come out on top in their individual battles uh, on the day and, um, yeah, had some important moments, um, particularly late, like when the game was on the line. Yep. Um, it went into our back line a lot and some of those guys um, just really stood up and you talk about Irvine. Uh, the last, this is his third game, I think, now. I played yep. him forward just to get him into the team and now I uh, have the confidence to put him back where he's probably going to play his best footy because he, he uh, covers the ground well and then he uses it by foot pretty well as well. And, mate, what do you sort of make of the, the competition now? You've sort of had probably nine or ten rounds to look at it and obviously you're coming from that elite level, that top level, settling it. What, what do you make, what's your thoughts in and around that? What are you telling people about Ovens and Murray football that you're seeing? Oh, well, it's clearly a very strong competition, and um, you know, you, you watch a game like this today. Oh, you know, I, I think it'd be right up there with with any game you'd really want to go and watch. I mean, there's good footballers on on the on the ground um, doing amazing things, and there's a good atmosphere at the Oval. Yep. Um, and you're not sure who's going to win. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say you know, if, if you get a chance, if you're in Albury and and, and we're, we're coming to play here. Um, you could do do worse than uh, spend three hours uh, watching this game of footy because it was brilliant. Uh, and I even said that uh, to Craig Edney in the box uh, yep. when, the, when the scores were level in the last quarter. I said, how good would it be as a, as a spectator being at the game today? So um, the good thing about me uh, now seeing 
uh, every team in the competitions. I had no, no idea who any of the players were yep. uh, across the uh, the team. So now I've got a bit of bit more intelligence intelligence in terms of I know which players that we need to put a bit of time into. Like uh, round one, I, I probably didn't prepare as well as I needed to because I didn't know what to expect. But uh, and I'm not taking credit for today. That, that was purely on the players and, and their effort and their their contributions. But um, uh, at least I, I now know who we're coming up against and can sort of um, plan, plan ahead um, with a bit more um, of a better view, I guess. Yep. Well, Stevie, one of those teams you're going to have to prepare for is in a fortnight's time, you take on North Albury, who are just a, a starting to accumulate a lot of wins, and they rolled the Bulldogs today by eight points. So when you take on North Albury uh, in a fortnight's time, that's not going to be an easy game. No, it's not. And, um, yeah, to be honest... Uh, uh, we played them uh, off the back of Aubrey last time and uh, we won the game by 100 points. But I, I, I clearly said to a couple of our guys that th- this is a young team. Mm. I, can see, I can see something in them. Like we, we, Once we got going that day, it was hard for them and they were a bit low on confidence. But I could see that they had some, some players with some really good attributes and they were a young team that were going to improve. So uh, it hasn't surprised me. Oh, it probably su- surprised me a little bit how... How, how quickly they've come good, but um, they'll certainly be a dangerous team next next uh, game for us. Stevie, Brad Freaky, congratulations on the win, mate. Uh, after today's victory, you guys get back to the, the top of the ladder, which is where you want to be, and come away and get a really strong win at the Albury Sports Ground, which isn't an easy place to win at, and obviously yourself now getting to see the competition as well. You, should get, you boys are gaining confidence and momentum as you run into the back half of the year. Yeah, uh, for sure. But um, we also understand that um, you know there's no no point coming here and winning against the the team that we're on top of the competition and then um, sort of tapering off. We've now got a blueprint, and we spoke about after the Rovers game the things that we you know we really focused on a few things that we needed to improve on, and um, and they come out last week against the Bulldogs. I, I thought we uh, were better than what the scoreboard suggested last week, um, and then again today that performance. As I said, I'm really proud of the way. Um, we were able to wrestle back the momentum, but also just the way that they went about their footy today. That if we if we bring that every single week, we'll, we'll be hard to beat. Now, Stevie J, last one from me, mate. We haven't had a chance to catch up since the Myrtleford game. There was a bus trip on the way home. Um, how did that end up, mate? So I know your plan was to get dropped off possibly in Wang, but did they happen to kidnap you through to Yarra and you go the full journey? Or how no, did... oh, well, I'm, I'm never going on that bus trip again. <laughs> <laughs> Those blokes are loose. Um, a couple, oh. couple, of, couple of them anyway. Some, some of the senior players are a bit more responsible. But um, uh, I now worked out why our president and our footy manager and a couple of the coaches jumped uh, in a car and yep. went behind the bus. Um, <laughs> and in answer to your question, I, I jumped out at the Railway Hotel in Wangaratta and they continued on. Uh, well played, well played uh, mate. Stevie. We, we will mention the rival radio network, Triple M Footy, that you do some really good work for on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, Sunday supper is something that I've been a big fan of and just watching play out. The Albury Tigers, they delivered a really good Saturday supper to us. We yeah, had four yeah. different choices of sandwiches, scones with jam and cream and a few slices. Yeah. Any of that make its way into the uh, the rival coach's box? I was just about to say that. There was nothing in there. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I had to put up with Snout Edney all day. It was only us two up there today. We were a bit light on for numbers, but... Um, <laughs> No, nah, uh, I'm pretty hungry now that you mentioned all those things. <laughs> <laughs> Go and hook in, Stevie Good J. On, congratulations on the win, Thanks, mate, mate, and we'll catch up in the weeks to come. Okay, cheers, boys. Thank you. Steve Johnson joining us on O&M Live. Not on-
Yeah, boys, got Sean, mate. Bad luck on today. Boys showed a lot of heart, especially in that last quarter. He kicked three in a row at the start, but Yarrawonga was able to run away with it in the end. Yeah, they were, mate. Look, we obviously had a few down on the bench and um, it was going to take a mammoth effort that last quarter and come out and we looked the goods, but at the end of the day, they sort of ran over the toppers, obviously, and, yeah, they, they were the better team on the day, mate, that's for sure. Thought through the middle of the ground, Isaac Muller and your midfielders were on top for a lot of the game, but their midfield probably just got on top in that last 10, 15 minutes. But your forward line, the delivery they're getting at the moment has been fantastic through the middle of the ground. Yeah, it has, mate. We, you know, we've got a really strong front six. So, you know, if we can get one-on-ones down there, um, you know, we back ourselves in more times than not. So, um, but, you know, once again, you know, their mids are as good as midfield in the, in the competition. And, you know, if you're going to let Willie Wheeler and blokes like this kick it in, inside 50, it's going to be pretty hard for our defenders to stop. And Riley Boss, I want to make special mention on, mate. He had a lot on a string today. And he's someone you've probably freed up a little bit more, just letting him go about his business and go all over the ground, where he's probably stuck more on a wing in past seasons. Yeah, look, mate, he's, he's been sort of wing half forward, but, you know, he got tagged a bit day, today by Bruce, so um, he gave him a bit of a licence to, to run around the ground. And, you know, he's one of the fittest players in the competition, so very, very hard matchup. Um, but, yeah, he's he done a good job again today. So, And we'll just throw it upstairs for a couple of questions from the boys. Sean, Gus McLeod here, mate. Commiserations on the loss. Tell us about the week that, or the two weeks that Lucas Comlins had. He didn't play last week and then he comes into the side and restricts arguably the best full forward in the comp to only a couple and I think he certainly got the upper hand on Lee Williams today. Yeah, look, big LC. He knows he's going to get Williams every time he plays on him. So, um, look, he's a terrific man and terrific player. He's, you know, you'd think he'd be 35 years old but he's, he's only about 21, so... Mm. He's a really good defender and very, very hard to play against. Um, so, once again, to come in after having a few weeks off and playing the best forward in the comps, a really, really good effort. And his brother on the other side, he kicked five goals at, at half-time. He's a player that doesn't need, need too many kicks of the footy to make a massive impact for your team. He was, mate. JC was, was uh, yeah, he was pretty sore coming in this game, to be honest. So he was a little bit touch-and-go leading into the game, and he got up for the game, and I think he kicked five goals three. So great, great effort as well by him. Was that with his thumb, Sean? We called the game last week, and we saw him on many occasions looking for... Or looking like he was in a fair bit of discomfort? No, no, no. His, his thumb was all right, I think. I think he was just carrying on a bit there the other week. But, uh, <laughs> no, he, was, he just had a bit of a sore ankle at, at, during training. So, um, But, yeah, we gave him every opportunity and he got up and yeah, had a really good game. He was one of our best players. Shawnee, Robbie here, mate. Um, really enjoyed the game today, mate. I think there's so many positives for you lads to take out of that. And a couple of those, I was really happy to see young Braden McMenamin come back into the side today. And... I thought he showed showed a lot. It, 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 you know, he's a, he's a kid who's just got a great work rate, and um, he, I would imagine he'd be a pretty good young lad to coach. Very coachable, Braden. He's, a, he's an absolute ripper. So um, he just got squeezed out of the team, not from form, but we just yep. had all our players available. And you know, he had a big matchup with Gibbons um, in the first half, and we thought he actually done really well yes. after playing a couple of games in the twos. And you know, he's a young guy that's come through our juniors, and yeah, he's going to play a lot of senior footy in years to come, I reckon. And it, Part of the positives I was talking about, mate, I thought um, as, as much as they were up against such a strong midfield, I thought Jakey Gaynor and Elliot Powell at times today were just fantastic. They, they really drove the Tigers forward on Big Isaac and the Ruck there. And, and Jimmy Grills working into it. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Grills is having a fantastic year, if we can just keep him away from the bloody, <laughs> bloody horses. But, yeah. um, him, him and Jakey and Powell, like Powell's come in and, you know, he's a leader now and, and Jakey is as well. He's captain the club before, so... You know, it was a really, really good battle um, in the midfield there. So I thought both teams had their opportunities. They got yep. on top around the stoppages probably at the start of each quarter and we were able to fight our way back. But, um, 
you know, hopefully we get to see us play Yarra again later in the year. I think so. Uh, Sean, Brad Freak here. Commiserations on your loss, mate. Just wondering, as you touched on earlier, you're down a couple of soldiers today. You're able just to provide an update on Max Byrne and, and Jesse Wilson, who obviously came off with an ankle late in the, th- in the third quarter. Yeah, Jesse just rolled his ankle. I haven't actually heard on how Max is going, but he was obviously out there, out for a little bit, so he'll have concussion. We've got the bye next week, so that's probably okay. But um, And then, yeah, obviously Jakey Page was concussed last week, yep. so he missed this week, and, and Dunks was suspended as well. So And Big George, not too far away, mate. I think, is he still in India or somewhere with... Doing a bit of cricket yeah, stuff. Yeah, or... he's working out his cricket over there in India, mate, in the IPL. But um, yeah. no, he, yeah, he'll, he'll be coming back in the next probably three weeks, mate. So we're sort of hoping, you know, um, he can come back in the side. And Miles is actually starting to really, you know, run, yes. run really well and doing a lot of Ks three times a week. So I've still got him in post, though. But he needs to overtake <laughs> me before he comes back. I said. Oh, that's right, mate. I think there's so many positives there. And I, to be honest, mate, you, you're going to experience coaching group staff around. Um, yeah, I don't think you'd be too disappointed today what you saw. Oh, look, mate, absolutely. I'm disappointed. You know, you get, yeah. you get sort of goal and a half ahead with, you know, 17, 18 minutes to go and you lose the game. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed, but I am pretty proud of the boys' efforts. Yeah. You know, if two down, quarter and a half to go. You can never fault this team's effort, mate. That, that's one thing that they bring each week. What's the next month look like for you as a coach, Sean? You've got the bye next week following the second half of the split round. Then you go to Myrtleford. Then you welcome North Aubrey here. Then you've got another bye. So uh, two games in a four-week period of football. It's an interesting season, but how do you tackle the next month of footy as a senior coach? It is, mate. And then after that bye, I think we've got Wang Maggies and then another bye. So um, <laughs> it's very stop-start. So it's very hard through winter for that. But um, look, yeah, we'll, we'll have a reasonable solid training block um, over a couple of week period there just to sort of get top up a bit of fitness there so you probably just got to mix it up as a coach I think you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over at training when you've got you know, a certain amount of games off so we'll try and mix things up and get a bit of work in the boys at some stage Thanks for joining us Sean and we look forward to catching up with you in the weeks to come. Thanks boys See ya. Sean Thanks, Daly mate. the co-coach of the Albury Tigers